The views and opinions expressed in the following program are those of Koal Investment Group and its staff. Koal Investment Group is a registered investment advisor. Call 262-522-4040. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Good morning and welcome. The Retirement Clinic is on WISN, hosted by the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. The founder, Jeff Kowal, is here today, along with Joe Still. Good to see both of you. Joe, welcome back. Thanks, Paul. Great to be here. Always a pleasure to have you, Jeff Kowal, on the show as well. Good morning, sir. Uh, Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Joe. A A lot to do today. In fact, we're going to start out with an event coming up, so we'll cover that. We'll get some uh, business out of the way, Jeff, and then we'll dive into the program. As always, what do we talk about? Retirement planning. You hear the Coal Investment Group every Saturday on this show, also Monday through Friday during the Mark Belling Show, twice a day during those market updates. But Jeff, it's all about retirement, and that kind of leads us into another complimentary, or in other words, free event that you're hosting. Tell us about it. That's right. Well, you see our billboards on Highway 16 that says keep family wealth in the family. Well, we're doing a workshop to coincide with that. The event is next Thursday, so it's coming up pretty quickly. It's Thursday, November 16th. It's for Lake Country. It's uh, Delafield Brewhouse from 6 o'clock to 7.15. This is an estate planning seminar, keep family wealth in the family with myself, Chauncey Wisensell from our office, Horizon Bank, Trust officer Chris Barron's great guy knows his stuff with a as a trust officer, and then elder law estate planning attorney John Koenig, good guy, uh, elder law attorney, very skilled with uh, dementia and those types of uh, uh, elder law issues. But it's a great event. Um, you have to you have an opportunity to ask questions afterwards. Uh, to learn more about this event, again, it's next Thursday, November 16th, Delafield Brewhouse, 6 to 7.15. Keep family wealth in the family to learn more and to register. Now, it's seating is free, but you do have to register because it's limited. Register, go to thekowalway.com. That's K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com, or give our office a call at 262-522-4040. I don't know much about the Delafield Brew House other than I assume they serve beer. They do. They serve bourbon there, too. I was just there a couple <laughs> weeks ago, and it, it's uh, pretty good. It's going to be a fun event Thursday. Again, it's a free event. Chris Barons was just on the show, I'm guessing, about three weekends ago, three weeks ago, with Aaron Kowal. Very good, very knowledgeable, great guest, and he will be a part of this as well. So remember, thekowalway.com. Any questions throughout the show about retirement, always call the Kowal Investment Group at 262-522-4040. Coming up in the show, we got the uh, boss segment for business owners. We've got wealth management and preservation. Uh, but first, we begin with, as always, a retirement-related topic and who's kicking that off today i'm gonna kick that off paul joe's beginning the show um joe still tell us what you got in plan sure this article caught my eye because in retirement and in retirement planning we talk a lot about uh, facts and figures and putting numbers on paper and this one was a little bit different angle And the title of the article is, it's a little bit long title, but even if you have a well-funded nest egg, 
Giving Up a Paycheck is Hard Will Help You Start the Journey. And it was in uh, Kiplinger's magazine, uh, the October uh, 2023 edition, and it's written by uh, Sandra Block. And what caught my eye after I read the article was she addresses the emotional side of making the transition from working to retirement. And that's actually, and you know, Jeff can speak to this, that's something we talk our clients through all the time because it is a tough transition for some people. You know, you work all your life uh, very hard, say, you know, years of long hours, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're finished. And now, you know, finished with work. And now what do you do? Yeah, not many people do wean. I mean, in a perfect world, maybe we wean ourselves away. Yeah, 20 hours a week, down to 10, whatever company you work for. Usually when you do retire, it's just like that. It's cold turkey, Joe. Just like that. You're not going to work every day and that routine comes to a halt. Correct. Some might say that's good. I'm excited. I can't wait to retire. Right. Uh, you and Jeff can chime in later too on his thoughts. But over the years, since 2001, when we started the show, that has been talked about often, that emotional side. And you never can really predict how you're going to feel until you're actually in that predicament, Joe. Right. And what's different today is there's, there's a higher fear factor. That paycheck turns off. Now, where's that money coming from? And then in addition to that, we're bombarded with the negative, with social media and um, how quick information gets out, whether it's correct or not. Uh, you know, 20 years ago, we didn't hear about all of those things happening overseas. And, you know, we didn't get that information that quickly. And so there, there's and so there's a there's a lot of emotion there and fear there. So how do we how do we approach this? How do we help clients put a plan together for this? How do we talk them through this? And, and before I get into that, I'll talk about the article and, and a couple interesting pieces of information. So a Northwestern Mutual survey uh, they did recently um, talks about the average uh, Americans on average expect to work until age 65, which is up from 62.6 in 2021. So just in a few years, it's up quite a bit. So the average American is working longer. You know, obviously they're living longer, but... Um, Were we trending in the other direction up until the turn? And, and is that because of COVID, Joe, or are there other reasons? You know, there there's there's a multitude of reasons. You know, the, one of the, the area that we want to stay focused on today is there are some people that are working longer because of fear and emotion. Um, and they, they aren't exactly sure what's in front of them in retirement and they're nervous to, to turn off that income and that paycheck coming in. And here's another interesting uh, stat that they talk about in the article. So take a guess at how many people in America the number of people that are working into their 80s. On a percentage basis? Nope, just oh my total goodness. number. You're asking it's, me it's for tough. a number? Yeah. yeah oh, my tough. goodness. Well, the country's got three. Yeah. Um, working into their 80s? Into their 80s. Full-time, Joe? Yes. You you have a history of quizzing me on live shows. I do. I love it. It's so <laughs> so much fun. And I, I'll, I'll tell you. No, no, no. I okay. want to guess 3.3 3 million. A little high. 
650,000 people, That's they it? estimate, they're working into their 80s. Yes. So uh, the point being, many people are working longer. Um, but the point is, we have a big group, and this is, again, another survey done by Hearts and Wallets, found that 20% of their respondents in their survey between the ages of 65 and 74 with investment assets between 2 and $5 million were still working. So between 65 and 74 with two to five million. So a lot of money. So that puts them, you know, in, in, in that means a very like, small group. They like to work. That means they for like whatever reason they like to work. What we're going to focus on is those individuals within that group that are working because of fear and emotion. And again, they want to preserve their wealth. We help people every day put that plan together. We help them put numbers on paper to say, okay, you have enough money to provide the income you need throughout your entire retirement period without having to worry about money. Have you ever been, Joe, uh, you don't have to talk about your clients, but you've been doing this a long time, in a room where you've told somebody that very thing, you have enough to retire right now. And they said to you, but I, I don't want to. I want to continue working. Right. Has that ever happened to you? Not very often. I'm trying to, I'm racking my brain right now. I've never had anyone come back and say, I wish I would have worked longer. But I have had people say, I know I have enough money and you confirm that. I do want to continue to work because I enjoy the relationships I have with my coworkers and the camaraderie. I love what I do. I, you know, I anticipate myself working, um, I'd say well into my 60s because I, I love what I do. Will I maybe work a little less when I get to that age so I can do some things and travel more? Mm -hmm. And yes, I would, I would love to do that. But I'm going to continue to work for a long time. I, I want to talk to the founder of the Cowell Investment Group. And Jeff, get your spin on this. Your thoughts as I have enough to retire if I do a cash flow and you guys say, yeah, you do. But Jeff, some people just want to continue working. Well, I'm one of those. I continue to work. I love my clients, just like Joe mentioned, the relationships. And we are doing everything that we want to do. We just went on a pilgrimage to Poland with the Archdiocese of Milwaukee and 10 days out of the country. And we have a great team behind us. Um, so went off without a hitch. Um, those are types of things that you can do. If you can do, if you have the freedom to do those types of things and still work, that's a big plus. Joe brings up a great point with the emotional side of this and the fear factor. And you know this, Paul, and Joe, you too. If it bleeds, it's le it leads. You know, if it's bad news, then that's where the fear factor come in, comes in. It says bad news travels around the world before good news even gets out of bed. And it's sensationalized, and, and we do this all the time with our clients. We put it down on paper. We do cash flow projections and even consider bad timing scenarios. Everybody thinks that the day that they retire is the day the market's going to crash. And they got to look back and say, I wish I'd have worked longer. We, we try to, and Joe's especially good at this, putting it down on paper, doing cash flow projections, making sure that even if things do not go as well with the markets as you would like them to, you're still in good shape. And that's where we, we pride ourselves on. We do it all the time with our clients. And, and they feel some um, sense of comfort, knowing that we've looked at all possible ways before we tell them, yep, it's okay for you to retire. 
Joe, a lot of fact, factors come into play when you decide when you are going to retire, what age it's going to be. Are you financially ready? Are you ready? So there's a there's a ton of moving parts in this decision. It's not it's not one that comes easy. Right. And the article goes on to talk about so so what do you do to help um, put away that fear and and as you move into retirement or get closer to retirement and the one thing they talk about is doing it gradually. You know, we, we already, I think you mentioned this a little bit, Paul, um, you know, maybe starting to work part-time. Uh, they highlight a goal that retired from nursing. And like a lot of retirees, after the, the vacation phase wears off, you know, the first few months, she really, really missed that interaction with the patients. And, and she found a program. Um, it's called Emeritus Nurse, and she went back and mentored and coached young nurses. And I thought, wow, that's a wonderful opportunity for somebody that isn't quite ready to to retire full time. A sense of giving back to a sense of giving back. She could continue to do what she loved to do, but she doesn't have to do it as much. And, and, and that's what was really hurting her. Obviously, if you're, you know, in your late sixties, early seventies, it's going to be really tough to work those long hours like you did when you were in your thirties or forties. It's almost impossible to do that. So uh, again, if, if you're, if, if you're right now retired or, or close to retirement, but you still want to do something, you know, start thinking about, if you haven't put a plan together, call the office 262-522-4040 and we'll help work through a plan for you. Um, but, you know, think through what am I going to do in retirement? Can I work part-time? Are there opportunities in my profession that would allow me to continue to work, but not as much, um, in, in a capacity like this nurse did. And that, you know, I, I was really um, impressed with that type of program because I know there's a nurse nursing shortage. Um, yeah, there is. And and having right. more experienced nurses help the younger nurses, wow, what a great way to, to bring them up to speed. And, and help yet them. she's not working the 50-hour week that she might have been working or, or whatever it is. Um, yeah, and everybody's different, Joe. Some people just want a hobby. Others want to just chill out and probably take a deep breath, maybe be a grandparent. But to step away just like that uh, does take a lot of thought. Jeff Kowal is here today, along with Joe Still, hosting the Retirement Clinic on WISN. And I'm Paul Cronforst. As Joe said, any questions? You mentioned the word plan. If you don't have a retirement plan, it's never too late to start. That sounds cliched, I'm sure. But right. it is true. In your world, you can do catch up things. You can catch up, Joe. Right. And so, you know, if you're if you're fearful, for sure, start working with a plan. Call our office. Work with a professional. They'll help you put that plan together. Um, in addition to that, when you start looking at retirement, put a budget together. That's a key. You know, we can help. We we give out budget worksheets all the time to our clients to say, okay, we need to know what your lifestyle, how much does your lifestyle cost you, you know, on a monthly basis from an expense standpoint, break it out from fixed expenses to variable expenses. And then where's your mailbox income coming in? You know, that income like social security that comes in the mailbox, no matter what happens to the markets, if you have a pension, some, some people still do. That's um, true. Where's that mailbox income coming from and put that down on paper. And we can help you with that process of saying, do I have enough income to provide the, the, um, lifestyle that I want to lead in retirement. 
if there are some things that are a little bit out of whack or that you haven't thought of uh, from an expense standpoint, that budgeting worksheet going through that will bring that out. Sometimes it helps to review the numbers too, Joe. To review the year you can take Social Security, you can first start taking it at age 62, correct? That is correct. You can take it earlier than 62, um, you know, under a um, surviving spouse benefits. So, you know, we, we do have uh, clients in that situation where they had a, a spouse pass away early and um, you are able to take benefits on um, a, a deceased spouse, mm. um, spousal benefits earlier than 62. But yes, for most people, it's 62 would be the earliest and uh, will help you make that calculation. And does it make sense for you to start taking it, for you and your spouse to start taking it? Uh, maybe, you know, a combination of one of you wait and the other, you know, the other start taking it early. We'll help work through all those numbers for you. And generally, and Jeff Kowal, I'll, I'll ask you quickly, you've been doing everything right. You've got a plan. You've been contributing, let's say, for 30 years to a 401k plan or a Roth or whatever retirement tool. And you might have enough, Jeff. Uh, that question, though, of is it enough? How do you know if it's enough, Jeff? Is it just case by case? Well, you have to put pencil to it. Like I mentioned earlier, with our cash flow projections, we do that. Another thing that Joe uh, mentioned, he talked about doing budgeting. We, we've been doing workshops for our clients, seminars, events, all kinds of things for years and years about retirement planning. And it's never, it's, it's always interesting when we ask, how much income do you want in retirement? And nobody says anything and they'll look at each other, look at each other. Then one person will say, well, I want a hundred percent. And everybody else is saying, well, that's what I wanted too. I want a hundred percent. Well, what they're talking about is that if you're taking home $10,000 a month now, as an example, you want $10,000 a month take home after you retire. So that means you're not contributing to 401k plans. You may be getting some money from social security. So it doesn't all have to come out of your retirement plans. But if you're in the absence of doing a budget, a lot of people will say, I like what I'm making now. We're living on that. We're saving a little bit. We're able to give money to the kids. Let's go with that. So uh, that's another way to approach it too. Of course, a spouse could retire before their, let's say their wife, for example, Joe, and you know, one person keeps on working and one doesn't. I, I'm sure, like we said, every household is different. Yeah. And Paul, that can complicate things too. <laughs> when you have one spouse at, at home and, and really enjoying retirement, the other still working. That, that's, that's difficult emotionally too. But that's where that's why we we love to meet with the husband and wife and go through the whole planning process together. And a lot of times, you know, we're almost Jeff, and you probably agree with this. We're almost like a a financial therapist to a point where they really haven't talked about this very much until they've met with us, and then we brought these conversations out, and it can be very helpful. We do have a couch set up in our office for those therapy sessions. So. Just kidding. <laughs> it's a it's a second or maybe it's a third set of eyes, uh, another set of ears to listen. I don't. I think you're right, Joe. It's not a daily conversation in our house. Dawn and I aren't putting a date to when I would retire. Or she's way too young to retire, so it would probably be. I'm the older one, right? So you just do the math. Um, it, it's got to be talked about, though, and you do have to put a pencil to paper, as Jeff said. It does. If if you're sitting there right now listening and you're you know, in your 60s or late 50s, and you haven't put a, 
a gland together, uh, call our office. We'll help you help you walk through that process because it is uh, intimidating. There is a lot of emotion and fear there. Uh, and, and if you're thinking about retirement and you feel like you have enough, but you're not sure and you're you haven't retired because you're fearful. Office will, will help you put that plan together. You know that that was one of the main points of the article. That we don't know what's what the future. The future is unwritten. We don't know what that looks like, and the last thing you want is to retire at eighty years old, and then pass away at eighty-one, and just not be able to enjoy some of the things that you've kind of dreamed about that you would do in retirement. Yeah. And and uh, it happens all the time where again fear of the unknown and the uncertainty will will keep people back from putting that plan together and taking that leap because it is a leap. You going- mentioned age 80. Now think if you're just grab age 20. That's 60 years of working. Your body's in such a routine, right? Right. Of just work 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 and then boom you hit a wall and you stop. Right. People choose the Coal Investment Group because this is what we do all the time. We are the retirement specialists for a reason. We address all areas of the planning. And if you're walking away because you have, you're thinking about what about the taxes? What about wills and trusts? We can do a rollover from your 401k and then walk you over to the attorney or have the attorney come in and do your wills and trusts right after that. Asset allocation, handling investments in retirement. All those things can be daunting to a lot of people. And as Joe mentioned, is this the right time? All those things come into play, and we bring up things that you might not even know to ask because this is what we do all the time in our office as the retirement specialists. Okay, so after the break, we're going to come back and continue the theme of retirement. Jeff, just give us a little tease because you've got a topic picked out. Well, there are two things. First of all, I want to give you, before we go on a break, there are new contribution limits for 401ks and uh, IRAs in 2024. Um, for 401ks, the contribution limits jumped to 23000 from $22,500. So this year, in 2023, you can put 22500 And then if you're 50 or better, you can put an additional 7500 in. So that's $30,000. In 2023, that goes to 30500 in 2024. So 30500 for those 50 or better in a 401k. And then the 2024 limits for IRAs go from 7000 from 6500 maximum contribution to 7000 So an additional $500 for 2024. The catch-up contribution remains the same. So in 2023... You can contribute $7,500 to your Roth or your traditional IRA. And then there are income restrictions. And then in 2024, that goes from $7,500 to $8,000 if you're over age 50. So great opportunities. It jumps up a little bit. Um, You got to get started savings if you haven't done so already. But only about one in seven retirement savers managed to accomplish the goal of, of putting the full amount in. So you know, that's a worthy goal, I think. And then after the break, what I want to talk about um, is things you need to do before the end of the year. This is crunch time. There's a sense of urgency. 
and there are things that you must do once the calendar turns to January 1st of 2024. It's too late. So I want to talk about some of those things after the break. It's already mid-November. Today's the 11th. Before you know it, yes, Thanksgiving, then the holidays get busy and all of a sudden, boom, it's the beginning of a new year. So a lot to chew on and digest here with Joe Still and Jeff Kowal. Please reach out the Kowal Investment Group with their galactic headquarters in Waukesha, Wisconsin, in Port Washington up in Ozaukee County. There's an office in Phoenix, Arizona, in Racine. That's right at the Highway 20 exit off the freeway. Their latest or newest addition, an office in downtown Delafield. All over social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, but the website, The Kowal Way, will help you out. Check out thekowalway.com or call 262-522-4040. With Joe Still and Jeff Kowal, I'm Paul Kronforst, and we'll be right back on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. The end of 2023 is rapidly approaching, which means that there is only a short time left to get organized and strategize for 2024. Here are five items small business owners should check off their year-end planning list. One, make sure accounts and bookkeeping records are up to date. Before you can address any other year-end concerns, you need to comb through your financials to ensure that there are no issues or payments to reconcile. Two, review financial reports. Now that you are confident your books are in order, take the time to review your income statement, balance sheet, and cash flow. Reviewing these reports will help you make informed decisions for next year. Three, consider year-end tax planning strategies. Talk to your accounting team or CPA about making last-minute maneuvers to lower your taxable income and improve your business's tax position. Four, reflect on your financials and review last year's goals. Compare how your year turned out with respect to your budget and actual numbers. Discuss this with your advisor to dig deeper and plan more effectively. And five, set new goals. Now that you understand how your business performed in 2023, you can take the time to set new goals for 2024 and create a specific strategic plan to achieve those goals. Be sure to write everything down and communicate the plan to your team. If you need help navigating year-end planning your business, give our office a call today at 262-522-4040 or visit thekowalway.com. Aaron Kowal with today's Boss Minute. That's business owners, savings, and security. Once again, to highlight the Kowal Investment Group, working with individuals in their retirement plan, and also, clearly, Jeff Kowal, along with Joe Still. We're on the Retirement Clinic. Jeff, you work with business owners, and that's why we do that weekly segment. That's right, Jeff. Be careful. A lot of times, all of someone's assets are tied up in their business, a business owner especially. They figure they know their stuff inside and out. And if they're going to develop some wealth, that is a big way to do it. But you should also make sure that you address other areas like retirement planning and other things to make sure you have money outside of that, just in case, just in case it doesn't work out exactly as planned. So that's what we work with business owners all the time. We also work with those who are selling their business and come into a, a, a pile of money after they've worked their lifetime to develop that and help them um, convert that into income for the rest of their life too. So 
Joe, had a great um, segment to uh, begin this program. We talked about emotion. We talked about fear, when to retire, and that's a, that was a great segment, Jeff. You've got some updates for us. We're going to turn our attention to some other retirement news right now. Yes, there's, and you had mentioned it's mid-November already. This is crunch time, and we're getting to the end of the year, and there are some things that you must do before the end of the year. And as usual, the months have flown by. Um, December 31st, prevent, this is uh, from Ed Slott. When he's, he's a friend of mine since 1989, a good guy. Um, um, when anything comes out, any new rules come out on uh, retirement planning, they all go to the Wall Street Journal, all the publications go to Ed Slott first to see what his take is on it. Um, so he's, he's talks about uh, tax-saving opportunities that must be done again before the end of the year. Required minimum distributions is the first one. Um, Secure 2.0 raised the RMD age to 73. For those who turn age 72 in 2023, that means that individuals born in 1991 do not have to take any 2023 RMDs. However, those born in 1950, they have to, 73. So you must do this before December 31st or wait until April before you take your first one, but then you have to double up next year. Um, They have to do it. By December 31st, Roth IRA owners, on the other hand, we talk about this time and time again. With Roth IRAs, you pay the taxes up front, but then it grows tax-free forever. And one of the nice benefits of Roth IRAs is that you never have to take required minimum distributions. Um, Also, employees in 401ks and other employer plans are not required to take the 2023 RMD if they qualify for the still working exception. So you have to take it, if you're 73, you have IRAs, you have to take your required minimum distribution. If you're 73 and still working, uh, you might not have to take your RMD yet. So be aware of that and call us about that. Next thing that you have to do before the end of the year is qualified charitable distributions. QCDs remain a great tax break for charitably inclined individuals. With a QCD, IRA owners or beneficiaries age 70 and a half or older. Now, this is where the rules get confusing, Paul. We talk about this time and time again, where you know, your required minimum distribution is 73, but you can take qualified charitable distributions starting at 70 and a half. So what that means is that you can take up to $100,000 through a tax-free transfer directly from your IRA to a chair to a charity. And this helps with a lot of with a lot of things. Your uh, reduces your taxable income goes uh, once you hit 73 a qualified charitable distribution goes towards your um, uh, RMD. So there's a lot of benefits to doing a qualified charitable distribution along with being if you especially if you're charitably inclined to give to a good charity. Jeff, the I, next have, I have one point, one point to make on that uh, QCD. If you're doing a QCD, make sure the organization cashes the check before year end. Because That's a great point. I was, I was at a uh, continuing education training session through the Financial Planning Association a few weeks ago, and one of these speakers talked about that. And uh, just wanted to make that uh, uh, point because that is something that you have to check on. We will send, or I should say the custodian will send the check directly to the organization that um, you want to benefit from that qualified charitable distribution. 
money goes directly, but make sure that you contact that organization and, and make sure they, if you're doing it close to year end, make sure they cash that check because if they don't, it's not going to count for the current year. It'll count for the next year. You're right. And some custodians for Roth conversions and for QCDs might not do them because they might not get there by the end of the year. So there may be a cutoff point for that. So you better be aware of that. Uh, net unrealized appreciation, again, is something that if you uh, have, if, if you're in a 401k and you have employee stock ownership plans or you have a, a appreciated company stock, net unrealized appreciation, NUA strategy can potentially help you reduce your taxes significantly because you pay ordinary income tax not on the full market value of the shares, but only on the cost basis of the shares. What do I mean by that? If you have $500,000 of company stock and you paid $100,000 into it and you exercise net unrealized appreciation, you can pay taxes, ordinary income tax on $100,000, then have the rest of it go at capital gains taxes, which is significantly less. Now, why am I talking about this for end of the year? One requirement to get this great tax break is that the participant's entire account must be emptied within one calendar year. So individuals planning to use the strategy for 2023 must start the process early enough to ensure lump sum distribution occurs by December 31st. So you got to be aware of that. Uh, one more item here for, for 2023 that you have to do before the end of the year. And then if we have time, we'll go into some of the changes for 2024. Roth conversions. Uh, federal income taxes remain historically low. This is what we have to be aware of because at the end of 2025, President Trump's tax cuts expire. That means that taxes are likely to go up. So if you want to do Roth conversions, if you can do Roth conversions, this is a great, great time to do it. So what we mean by that is that you take, let's say you had half a million dollars or a million dollars in your retirement plan. You don't have to convert the full amount in one year. You can do 50000 you can do 25000 you can do 150000 But whatever you do, you must do it by the end of the year. You don't have until April 15th. Once it clicks over to January 1st of next year, you can't do it anymore for 2023. To qualify for a Roth conversion in 2023, the funds must leave the IRA or company plan by December 31st of 2023. There's no such thing as a prior year conversion. And uh, be aware that Roth conversions are taxable in the year of conversion, cannot be reversed, but do not wait too long because some IRA custodians will not process conversions for the year after a, a certain date. So be aware of that. Um, let's just talk about a couple more provisions for 2024. Joe, any comments on any of those things? No, all great uh, tips. And again, uh, if you have questions, 262-522-4040, talk to a professional in our office and we'll help walk you through what needs to be done before year end. Especially considering yeah. when you talk about these changes, Jeff, it seems every year near the end of the year, we've been doing the show together since 2001. You bring up this topic, Jeff, and that is changes for the next year. And if you're less, you're working with somebody, how, how is one to know about all these changes? That's right. And they come at you in a hurry. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, like Joe mentioned, work with a professional on this because you don't want to do this alone. Uh, you could miss a date. You could be uh, miss an opportunity. So make sure you look at that. 
Next year, a couple new things are coming in as a result of Secure 2.0 Act. Uh, first one is Roth mandatory catch-up contributions. One Secure 2.0 Act that was originally effective January 1st has been delayed uh, until January 1st of 2026. That rule requires age 50 or older company plan catch-up contributions for high-paid employees to be made to on a Roth basis. What did I just say? What that means, if you make a lot of money, you want to make contributions uh, to your, if you're 50 or older, you may have to make those contributions to a Roth instead of a traditional, which isn't all that bad. Um, next year, though, 529 to Roth IRA rollovers. If you have excess money in your uh, 529 education plan, you can do a tax-free rollover of up to $35,000 of unused 529 funds to a Roth IRA. Now, there are certain restrictions to that, so beware of that. And then the last thing that I'm going to talk about now is RMDs on Roth 401ks. And this is kind of wonky, Paul, when we talk about this and who's, who's this apply to. Well, this actually applies to quite a few people. Until now, an important difference between Roth IRAs and Roth 401ks has been that Roth IRA owners are not subject to RMDs while Roth plan participants are. In other words, even if you had a Roth 401k, you had to take required minimum distributions from that. Well, this will change beginning in 2024 when Roth 401k accounts also become exempt from RMDs. So that's a big change and that's a welcome change for 2024. So Jeff, uh, changes in 24, a lot to consider, a lot going on with everybody's retirement plan. What I said earlier, you would agree with, right? Let's say your mid-50s, don't have much going. It's never too late. Would you agree? It's never too late, but there should be a sense of urgency. Again, what a reason that I brought up these is that they must be done before December 31st. You can't wait and say, well, I'll just think about that till after the first of the year. No, if you're thinking about doing something now, Come on and see us right away because there are some opportunities that you might have before the end of the year, before the end of this year that you have to take advantage of. Jeff, will come back and do the wealth management and preservation segment, which is coming up next with Joe Still and Jeff Kowal here in WISN, the retirement clinic. We mentioned your locations earlier, Jeff. I failed to mention the Florida location, Cape Coral, Cape Coral, I almost said Corral. And uh, that is just one of many locations. Phoenix, Arizona, of course, headquartered in Waukesha, Port Washington, now in Delafield. A great event coming up uh, with the Coal Investment Group uh, in the next week that we'll tell you about near the end of the program. But when we come back, preserving your wealth, and we'll talk more with Jeff Kowal and Joe Still from the Coal Investment Group, the retirement specialist on the Retirement Clinic. This is WISN. Stick around. If I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy the retirement clinic back in that music means it's time for the wealth management and preservation segment, Jeff. This show is for everybody. This particular segment is for those with a million dollars or more. Once you've accumulated some wealth, like a million dollars, two million, five million, ten million dollars or more, how do you preserve it, grow it? take income from it, and then pass it on to your heirs. And one of the big things that 
uh, concerns people who have accumulated some wealth is that are you better off giving money to kids now while you're living or do you wait till you pass away? So I want to address that. This is a Barron's article. The dilemma that millions of parents and grandparents confront as they pass on some $73 trillion through 2045 to next generation. That's according to a 2022 data from uh, Cerulean Associates. Um, both pro approaches have their pluses and minuses, giving money now or waiting. Giving too much too early can put parents in a financial bind in their later years. This, I like to say, this is like when you're on an airplane with kids. The flight attendant says, you know, the mask will come down, but you put your mask on first and then help your kid. This is the same thing. If you're giving money away during your lifetime, it puts your lifestyle or your security in danger. Don't do it. But if you can afford to do gifts now and the kids need the money for a good purpose, making them wait is, is kind of, that's kind of harder to justify. And anyone can make yearly gifts to a person of up to $17,000 tax-free or $34,000 per couple. And parents and grandparents can do the same thing. So that means you can give up to $34,000 away to anybody without having to file um, tax returns, gift tax returns, income tax returns, or anything else. Uh, older generations have limited assets, uh, with limited assets, uh, should think twice about giving monetary gifts while they're alive. And uh, this Krista Dos Santos, head of financial planning somewhere, somewhere, recommends giving material goods such as jewelry and other keepsakes to younger generations instead. Yeah, maybe. Um, most of them won't appreciate it. Uh, I, I find it that our, our kids are less sentimental than we were. Um, but scrimping to have a sizable, this, this is one thing with this article that I think I, I disagree with. Uh, scrimping to have a sizable estate can turn older generations into misers. See, what they're saying is that these people are starting to hoard it. They see the millionaires next door who become addicted to their bank balance. But what they don't see is that we saved and many of us came from literally nothing so we're told now that we're being misers for not sharing. And that's one thing I don't, it's up to us whether we want to share or not. Um, there may be reasons why we do or don't want to share it with the next generation. Uh, but not high net worth families may worry that large financial gifts can disin, disincentivize work. I see that. Um, we see this all the time. But another consideration is that especially if you have a significant estate, the federal estate tax rules are set to expire again in 2026. These are Trump's President Trump's tax cuts. Right now, it's at a $13 million that you can give. That's the estate tax exemption and $26 million for couples that is free of estate taxes. So if you're, if you're thinking about doing something, you better do it soon because uh, that's about to expire well at the end of 2025. And, you know, whether you give it now or whether you give it when you pass away, there's no one right answer. Uh, there is a sense of urgency to do something before the end of the year if you want to gift up to $17,000 or $34,000 as a couple. So again, when it clicks over to January 1st, you're too late. You can do it this year and you can give a gift next year, but only you can decide what's best for you and your family. We can help with this process at Coal Investment Group. Uh, we have these discussions in the workshop next week uh, feeds right into that. Next week's uh, workshop is 
keep family wealth in the family. Uh, Joe, any comments on that? I would just say we have these conversations with clients every day. And it's centered around what are the goals of your money? Obviously, you want to pay for your retirement and you want to do some things in retirement. But most of our clients have saved plenty of money and they've been savers all their life and they have plenty of money. And one of their goals is to pass that on to the next generation. And we've help them put not, a plan not, together. Not everybody wants to. Not everyone. Not everyone. But many right. do. But we bring this up to make sure that if there's something that you were hoping you could do in retirement or helping your kids in some way, we we put that plan together for them to to execute, you know, and, and accomplish their goals. Yeah. Uh, all good stuff. Uh, and again, case by case, right? Some people want to leave it. Others want to spend every last time that they had yep. had saved. Jeff Kowal, Joe Still, let's take a quick break. We've got that event. Jeff just alluded to it. It's coming up this week. Put on by the Kowal Investment Group. The last one with Jay Weber went outstanding. These are complimentary events. And we'll give you the details when we come back on the Retirement Clinic. This is WISN. And if I had a million dollars, if I had Wrapping up today's retirement clinic, Joe Still, I'll go right to you before we get to this upcoming event this week. We started the show talking about planning your retirement, uh, taking the emotions out of it, um, and having a proper plan. Let's kind of wrap this all up here today. Yeah, there's so much fear in, in our face today. Don't let that fear and uncertainty preclude you from putting that plan together and executing that retirement that you've worked so hard for. Call our office, 262-522-4040. We'll help you put that plan together and walk you through the steps to do that. Yeah, there's always going to be anxiety and emotion, Jeff, but the more you can manage it, the easier it becomes working with the a financial professional uh, like you are at the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist, which leads us to this event, Jeff. You are putting on another complimentary event this week. That's right. Keep family wealth in the family. That's this coming Thursday, so it's coming up quickly at the Delafield Brew House, 6 o'clock to 7.15. Two of our trusted partners, Horican Horican Bank Trust Officer Chris Barron's great guy, was on the show a couple weeks ago, Elder Law State Planning Attorney John Koenig will be there. I'll be there. Chauncey Weisensell will be there. Great event. Um, you have the opportunity to ask questions. To learn more about this go and to register, you have to register in advance. Go to thekowalway.com. That's K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com, or, go to the, uh, or call us at 262-522-4040. And don't forget, Monday through Friday, during the Mark Belling Show, 3 p.m., 5 p.m. news blocks for the business reports, the market updates for that day. Done by the Kowal Investment Group. Jeff, thank you so much for another fantastic show. Thank you, Paul. Joe, still have a great weekend. Thank you for being in studio as well. Thanks, Paul. You too. Uh, We'll be back next Saturday, of course, each week at 10 a.m. for the Retirement Clinic on WISN Milwaukee.